Healthcare Now, paid for by Integrated Physician Network. This program is recorded to air at this time. Welcome to Healthcare Now with your hosts, Larry Jones and Dr. Mark Shayat. Want to become an educated healthcare consumer? Then join our discussion about all things healthcare and understand how to navigate our complex U.S. healthcare system. Now, let's join our hosts in the Healthcare Now studios. Welcome to Healthcare Now. This is Dr. Mark, and I'm here with Larry Jones, and we are here to start another great day on healthcare education. Larry? Good evening, Dr. Mark. Great to be with you. Absolutely. We have a great show for today. I hope so. I hope so. We did want to make a special mention, right? We don't usually hook dates to shows, but it's a big week. It's a big week. week. It is uh, Nurses Week. National Nurses Week, and today is International Nurses Day, May 12th, and it was... It was uh, developed in honor of Florence Nightingale in remembrance of her birthday and the contribution of nurses all around the world. There you go. There you go. Well, we talk about Nurses Week a lot. We do. Unfortunately, we seem to only talk about it during Nurses Week, and that's that's really the error. You know, we we talk about that. The same thing, you know, we just had Mother's Day, and that's – the, yep, that yep. If, if every day isn't supposed to be Mother's Day, right? So, That's true. So, I mean, I think the same is very, very true of nurses. I mean, without yeah. the, the the nurses in the hospitals and what we just went through with the pandemic, and yep. quite yep. frankly, Larry, just what we go through every day. Exactly. They are the, the true front lines, yep. and there's not anybody at the hospital that can, that can do yep. it without them. They've been called the lifeblood of the healthcare profession. I mean, it makes sense. It yeah. makes sense yeah. because there are certain things that just have to be done, and they enter in at a professional level with professional training, and they have a huge amount of responsibility. Yes. Uh, it's it's a difficult job, and uh, I think at times some of the uh, other healthcare providers might, might make it more difficult. And you, you know, it is a little close to your and my heart because my wife's a nurse, mm-hmm. your wife is a nurse practitioner, mm-hmm. and you also have some other physicians in the family. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. definitely the – when you look at work environments, um, there's – Healthcare is quite unique, and what we we'll talk about, we talk about this week after week, and I think we're going to go over it a little bit in today's show, where there are similarities and differences uh, yes. on how how things work. But it's really very difficult to look at other industries and pick out a single group like right. we can pick out nurses yep. and and look at how many things that they do across the span of healthcare. Yeah. Well, let me give you a couple stats, and then uh, maybe you could kind of give a little testimony of what nurses have meant to you and your long profession as a pediatric surgeon, Dr. Mark. Very good. But there are 4.2 million nurses licensed in the U.S. today. Nice. That's a lot of nurses. That's a lot of nurses, yep. Mm -hmm. It's also estimated that by 2035 that we will have a shortage of 60,000 nurses in America. Well, we we have an immediate shortage right now. And and there's just right now, if you look at all the places that train nurses, and nurse training has changed a good bit. Uh, but look at all the places now, and and we're sort of referring right now to like the registered nurses, right? Uh, and uh, there's there's no way to make up what we just lost, right? At the hospitals, you know, the hospitals lost about fifty percent of their employees, right? And the majority of employees at a hospital are nurses. That's so, correct. So having to having to make up for that, and then make up for what we already predicted was going to be a shortage, is going to be extremely mm-hmm. difficult. Well, talk about your experience as a pediatric uh, surgeon over the years with your OR nurses. Well, you know, I think it's better to almost to start a little bit about what I tell my med students, okay. right? Because when you come out of medical school, so you've had four years of college and four years of medical training, 
and you really know very little about how things actually work in the hospital. Now, you have rotations in the hospital during, I don't want to scare people out there, they actually send medical students to hospitals, right. and they get involved with patient care. But in when other they words, become the day they go to work is not the first day not in the, the hospital. Not the first day in the hospital. Let's hope not. You might feel sometimes <laughs> like that's what it is. But, but when they walk in the hospital as residents, mm-hmm. there's something has now changed, right? So they're no longer students, and they have a badge that has MD or DO on it, and now there's this status piece where they can walk in. And if they walk in to the wards and they think that that means they're in charge, they're going to have a really miserable residency. Right. The first thing, and I kid you not, this is not because of this discussion we're having. The first thing right. that we tell all these students is when you become residents, the first thing you need to do is get to know your nursing crew. Interesting. Make sure yeah. they understand that you're looking to learn and you want to hear their opinions. Right. Because there's story after story about missteps that professionals have made by right. not listening to other professionals because right. right. they're not recognizing how the hierarchy may or may not be set up. But, you know, it's, it's a little bit even like, like the military. Right. You know, if an officer doesn't pay attention to somebody that's been, you know, a noncommissioned soldier that's been out there for years, they're really making a huge mistake. And, that and that's sense. what it is. These, yeah. these are people that have the experience and you want to not just befriend them, but respect them right. and learn. Right. Well, you know, I think during the COVID era, it also brought the profession of nursing back to an appropriate place of honor. Yeah, I think based so. Based on I mean, what's they, going on. Was, Would you agree with that? Yeah, I think Mark? most of the time when they were discussing like the, the healthcare heroes, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it was easy in my mind to, to know who they're talking about. But when you right. think about people that are working through the ERs and they're the first ones, Think of all the exposure that they have, right? They're the first people, you know, the triage nurses, the first nurse that comes into the room and, and meets patients and family. They are exposed to everything. And, you know, it's, it is a difficult, difficult job. And there's, yeah. there's a lot of responsibility. Right. And, and quite and frankly. And they don't even know what's wrong with the patient at that time. Right. Everybody's, right. Just, everybody's yeah. just starting to figure it all out. Right. So it is. It's a, it's a great great opportunity it's a great job i think if, if our, our wives were here on the radio which they would never do right. um, if they if they Absolutely. came on they would say mm-hmm. that they had rewarding careers and probably suggest that you know it was a, a yeah. great thing to do but uh from the rest of us uh you know respect your nurses understand that you know if you go to the urgent care center in the er or you're working in the hospital they're busy but they're only there because they care. That's right. I mean, there's that's the end of the day. So if you kind of walk away thinking that nurse just didn't care about me, that that's probably not yeah. what's going on. Yeah. And uh, you know, it's really great that we have have a chance to recognize yeah. them and remind ourselves. Right. Well, you know, a couple things. We're very blessed in Central Florida to have a robust population of young people. Yep. And I think encouraging young people in their life to consider nursing as a chosen profession is something that we need to be doing, Dr. Mark. We have a lot of educational institutions in Central Florida yeah, that yeah. train nurses. And, you know, sometimes if you listen to the radio and, and hear all the advertisements for it, because, you know, that's that's a business in of itself. You might say, gee, I mean, do we really need it? Well, apparently we do. Yes. Because we've, we definitely want to see that they're, they're trained with, with good quality. But at the end of the day, you know, we need more nurses out there and, you know, that that's, that's the only way we're going to, we're going to get to that point. Sure. And I've talked many a time about what's next when we talk about primary care mm-hmm. and that's going to be filled in spaces a lot by the advanced practice nurses, Absolutely. the ARNPs, yep. 
or the physician assistants, which yep. is a different category, but they're going to become the frontline primary care provider yep. uh, under and some And in many cases role. already have. Yep, in many yep. cases yep. and more, more in some states than others. Yep. But it's really, you know, that's really where we're going <clears throat> with this. And you know what, Larry? It makes financial sense. Yes. Um, now, there those that will say that, you know, every, every time we look at how much somebody's getting paid, it's hard to – to really compare, right? I mean, of, of what, what's right and what's wrong. But right. in, in nursing care, they, they do start at a, at a good rate. Yes. Uh, and they have opportunity for advancement. Four nurses make good money. Yep. So, so it really is. It's a, it's a pretty good career. I don't think we plan to talk the entire time about no, nurses. No, we didn't. But, you know, at this point, you know, it's kind of hard to, hard to turn around. But let's yep. uh, kind of wrap it up with a, okay. a big thank you. And, yes. uh, you know, so uh, say thanks to the, the <clears throat> nurses in your life and yes. be grateful that they're out there. You know, nurses have held many titles, caregiver, cheerleader, advocate, friend, counselor, and I'm sure there are many more out there that our listeners could give you. Absolutely. Absolutely, Larry. Good, good conversation, right. Dr. Mark. Hey, before we uh, take a break, we got a few minutes to talk about yep. the next topic. Um, you'd come up with a list, yep. and uh, I'm mm-hmm. going to give you full credit here. It's the do's and don'ts in healthcare, kind of based on yep. things that we've talked about. Over the so, last year. Over the last yep. year, we've mm-hmm. got go over things. So so hopefully these things will sound familiar. Yep. But let, let's start with a couple of do's. Start and, with and the do's, The yeah. number one do is what we say as it soon as we our take, very first come on the air. Show. Right. That's right. Understand your health plan coverage. Exactly. So understand that insurance coverage that you have. Right. And – how important is that? I mean, you can't get things started without knowing. And frankly, Larry, yep. the majority of people either know if they have it or they don't have it, and they may not know anything beyond that. That's right. So if you don't need it, then that's fine. Yep. But as soon as you engage the healthcare yep. giving side and mm-hmm. your your plan now becomes important financially and what yep. your coverages are sure. and where you can go – the world changes, so yeah. prepare yourself a little well, bit. Well, you know, Dr. Mark, you mentioned missteps in being a resident. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of missteps that will happen if you don't understand your health care coverage. It's easy to get behind, and yeah. it ties into so many things, the most important of which is whether or not you're going to receive the care that you need. That's right. right. And, that's I mean, but we can go on to the, the financial side Yep. because I think that's where people get very confused Right away, you walk up, yep. you you go to whichever visit you're going to, and as you go to check out, they're going to look and say, "Okay, well, you your owe bill me hundred dollars today." This much. Yeah. You're like, "Well, yeah. I have insurance." Yep. Well, your insurance typically is going to have a copay, Larry. Let's That's talk right. about what copays are. Yeah, copays, deductibles, coinsurance. It all fits into the financial piece. Right. And to give you an idea, Doctor Mark. The overall, that's considered out-of-pocket cost. Right. Comes over out, of, and, out of your pocket. Yeah, that, that the insurance does not cover. Yep. So you're paying and, your premium separate or, yeah, or your that employer's number, paying the premiums. That's right. And that number that consumers or patients are paying out-of-pocket has increased every year, Dr. Martin. It does. And, it, you know, it's kind of crazy because those increases are very, very much noted by the consumer. Yes. Right? But they don't yes. do much to attack the bottom line. Right. So if you're going to go see a specialist on a plan and maybe you're going to pay $50 to go see that specialist. Right. And, and that's and, pretty normal. Yeah, pretty normal. $25 and, and so, for primary care, 50 for specialist. Right. So then maybe yep. next year it goes up to 60. So it's 10 bucks. Yep. Well, that $10 makes people stop and think a great deal. Similar to what happens in pharmacy. I was going to say, pharmacy is where it's most 
noted. 25%. Yep. Because you know what? The pharmacy, yep. when you go to the pharmacy, layer, one of the things mm-hmm. that's a little bit different than when you go see your physician is you're literally standing in front of a cash register. Right. You go up to a counter, that's right. just like you would if you're going to yeah. go buy a burger. And you, you and have you to come, pay right, right there. So, yeah. so you're sort of that's set right. for that. You kind of know that's, that's going right. to happen. And just like when you go out shopping, you kind of have an idea of what a gallon of milk costs. So when yeah. you find out yeah. that it costs more than that, so that really throws you off, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And so if that throws you off, what does that do, Larry? We talk about yeah. this all the time. Yeah. I mean, there, there's a chance that you're not you're going to turn around and walk away. You make away. a choice. So, you make a choice. And yeah. does that increase, which is usually somewhere between 5 and $20 for a copay, mm-hmm. does that increase on that drug make or break the company that sells the drug? Yeah. Absolutely not. Does it make or break the pharmacy? No. No. So it doesn't do much to address the bottom line. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things that's so frustrating. Yep. When we talk about how much healthcare costs, how much that $4 trillion a year yep. is, yep. Yep. and then we get frustrated because – is that going to fix it? Nickel yep. and diamond us over those things? No. No, but yep. I'll tell you what it does is it changes whether or not you seek healthcare, Larry. Dr. Mark, I know we we're running out of time, but there was a survey just recently about exactly what you're talking about. It said that consumers love their drugs, but they hate their pharmacy companies. We'll talk more about that when we come back. You're listening to Healthcare Now, the truth about U.S. healthcare. Our website is behindhealthcarenow.com. That's behindhealthcarenow.com. You're listening to Healthcare Now, the truth about U.S. healthcare. We're going to a break, and when we come back, we'll continue our discussion on all things healthcare with Dr. Mark and Larry. The Integrated Independent Physicians Network, preserving and protecting the independent practice of medicine since 2015. Join the movement with us, ipnetworkflorida.com. Navigate the healthcare process like never before. Due to popular demand, Healthcare Now is also airing on Thursday evenings at 7 p.m. Join me, Larry Jones, and Dr. Mark on Healthcare Now, Thursdays at 7 p.m. and Saturdays at 1. AM 950, FM 94.9, The Answer, and at TheAnswerOrlando.com. Take The Answer with you wherever you go. TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. News, opinion, passion on the go. AM 950, FM 94.9, The Answer. Welcome back to Healthcare Now, the truth about U.S. healthcare. And now let's head back into the Healthcare Now studios with Dr. Mark and Larry. This is Dr. Mark. I'm here with Larry Jones, and we're in the Healthcare Now studios we had a. Uh, we talked a lot about nurses, and that's appropriate. Yep. You know, maybe somebody might complain. We should have just talked the entire time because you could really. We'll have to have some nurses on the show and let yep. them talk a little bit about what they do. I think and, we and should. Their perspective. I it think won't be, be our wives. You know, that's right. That's right. No, we 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 had we made a deal. We don't make them listen to the show yep. or yep. come on the show. I think we could bring out some of our own nurses on. We could. That's absolutely that do true. care gaps yep. and all absolutely. the things that they take care of our patients every day. Yeah, I think it would be a, a nice perspective, Larry, mm-hmm. to, to get them and, and to sort of talk about mm-hmm. the different types of nursing yep. and some of the uh, nursing educators and how yep. that whole process works. Yeah, Monica is one of our case managers. Very articulate. We'll get her on the show. Okay, sounds okay, good. Great. All right, so we were talking about the do's and don'ts. We're still gonna we're gonna hang out with the do's for a little while. Yes, and so we talked about copays. Deductibles. In other words, know your copays, yeah. your deductible. Know how the finances work in your health plan. Coinsurance is the one that blows people away. Yeah, right. So coinsurance is the percentage of the total charges that you're going to pay out of pocket. So if you have a coinsurance of zero and you have a hospitalization. 
you're not going to have any out of pocket other than yeah. your deductible and copays, right? right? right. So, so you thought about this. Okay, I got through my copay. That was this much. My deductible. I met my deductible. Uh, everything's going to yeah. be free for the, then, the rest of the but year. Then but then you it's go not. to it maximum out of pocket. Exactly. That's the difference. Right. And so, if you have a coinsurance of twenty percent, that's right. And usually, all of these numbers have a cap, right? There's a total out-of-pocket Maximum out-of-pocket for the year. Which counts with your deductibles, your co-pays, and your co-insurance. So if you have a catastrophic issue, then that's that's Your maximum out-of-pocket is going to be under $7,000 in a normal commercial health plan. Yeah, yeah, per person. So so family could be double to triple of that. it could. That's right. So, So what's interesting about that is when we go to decide what our insurance is going to be, mm-hmm. we have to pick a plan that has a certain deductible, certain right. copay. So all these right. things. So if you look at, start by looking at the coinsurance, right. because if your coinsurance is low, then you know that your, your risk of a really yeah. big out-of-pocket payment is also yeah. low. Well, there's so, another uh, easy parameter here too, Dr. Mark. Look at a plan that actually defines copays for physicians for ER visits and for other uh, programs, if it says it's a percentage, then be wary, right? Because you don't know you don't what know that's going right. to be. Yeah, that's and, right. and that's that's, right. that's true for anything, right? If, that if, is. You, if you walk yeah. in the room and if people are going to tell you, they may be able to guess, you know, guess at what a certain grocery item yeah. costs, or maybe yeah. even a car. But uh, you know, if you walk in and say, "Hey, how much is it going to cost me to have a colonoscopy?" Right. I mean, who's going to know if they haven't just had depends that? Depends on where right? you have it. It depends, right? <laughs> that's right. So, so well, actually, colonoscopies always happen in the same place, but that's a whole different story. Well, that's, yeah. yeah. yeah so I wasn't going to go there, Dr. <laughs> okay. Mark. Fair enough, fair but enough. But that's, that's very observant. <laughs> well, and we don't do politics on the show, and apparently we don't do humor Only either, coming so. from a physician, Dr. Exactly, Mark. exactly. <laughs> Nothing so, sacred in right? healthcare, right? Right. Well, we'll get, let's get back on yeah. track. And okay. so when you look at all these things, if you look at a high deductible plan, you know, you may see that your coinsurance is low and you may see that your copay is low. So, so you have to calculate yep. that out yep. and you may need to talk to somebody because you need to calculate the risk yep. of what it is you're going to spend. If you're a type right. one diabetic and you're on insulin, then you do not want a high copay on your meds. No. Right. So, cause you know, you're going to spend that. That's right. Now, if you, I mean, it's kind of hard to say if you're in great health and you're say you're uh, you're a runner and mm-hmm. you're thinking, I'm, you know, my, my knees have been bugging me. I'm probably going to get checked out this year, and who yep. knows what I might need. Yep. Then you need to start worrying about what that specialist right. is going to cost. You can't exactly. predict things. Exactly. But the things that you can sort of have a guess on, that, well, I mean, it's not only to do direction. you need to know and understand how the copays, the deductibles, and the coinsurance works, but you also need to understand how it works, whether you're in network or out of network. So you need to know what your provider network access is. Do know, you got to know your provider access, right? Absolutely. And, and that is something that in, in our town, it becomes pretty black and white. It is. Um, and there's, there's lots of plans, but depending on where you are, you need to know that you're, if there are doctors that, that are very important, that you've had a long commitment to seeing them, you want to make sure they're on your plan because if right. you say, well, I'll just go see them anyway and I'll pay, you may be paying a large amount of money right. and that doesn't go towards your deductible yep. and you have a separate out-of-pocket expense, which That's is right. higher That's if right. it's out-of-network. So, out so don't pocket, think you're just going to blow through that, yeah. that 7000 and, and be okay. And another little tidbit, out-of-pocket, out-of-network cost 
do not apply towards your maximum out-of-pocket. Either. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah it's to- yeah, totally separate right. deal. That's right. So that's that's hugely important. Very important. Now, another great do that you put on the list is yep. pr- pick a primary care physician. You need a captain of the ship, Dr. Yep. Mark. Yep. And ask around. If you don't already have one, ask around. Kind of decide which one. You can even interview Look at them. your provider you know, network. You can go in and meet people. Yep. And, Absolutely. And, and say, you know, I'm, I'm really thinking of – um, changing physicians, or yep. I haven't been seeing a doc, and I want to see somebody. Yep. But but be involved. But make sure that that physician is in your network. Got to be in your network. And if you're changing health plans, first thing you ought to look at is is my doc, current doctor that I want to keep in that network. So Larry, if I call and I make an appointment with a doctor, and I tell them that I have, let's just say, Blue Cross Blue Shield, mm-hmm. are they going to tell me if I'm covered or not? Uh, they're going to tell you they accept Blue Cross Blue right. Shield, but do they but, accept the plan you're right. on? There and, you go. And, and they're not trying to trick you because it's no. not like you know they're trying to make extra cash this way. It's just that they don't know until you get no. there, and they're not going to yeah. tell everybody over the phone because, number one, they may not have yeah. all the information Well, they I need. can tell you right now, the mm-hmm. Affordable Care Act Blue Cross product called My Blue HMO uh-huh. is a very narrow network, and many physicians – do don't not participate. It. Well, it's it. not they don't take it. Blue Cross doesn't offer it to them. Oh, understood. Yeah. Understood. Yeah. So so what, my point being, mm-hmm. don't rely on the person that answers the phone right. and makes your appointment. Don't say, yeah. well, you have to be in network. You took my yeah. appointment. Yeah. So very, very important. And the key there, Dr. Mark, is you've always got a 1-800 information line for your health plan. Always pick up the phone and call and talk to them if you have questions. You know, and, and I would double check. Everything you get, because if they yep. just say that doctor's on, it may or may not be the case. May, if you well, go online and you pull up the provider list, yep, yep. it's more often that they'll have a pro- provider missing who's actually on. So you can check with that office yep. and say specifically, here's my card. These are the numbers on the card that make it all line up, right? Because yeah. they, they got to yeah. know. Well, you must be listening into some of our conversations at the office because you wouldn't believe how many times we get a patient will call our clinical line saying you told me that dr so-and-so accepts right a, a say cigna and Cigna's telling me that he's not uh, not a network not a provider right and, and that's exactly right because yeah. not yeah. all Cigna and and in, and in most yeah. cases he is par but the people that you're talking to in the in the office in the office for the for the plan have bad information right right yeah. so it, it, it is it is hard to know it's and, a good point, and, Dr. Mark. But it's something that you yep. want you want to check into, so do check on, yep. on that. Okay. All right. Get your annual wellness visit every year. It is called an annual visit. So annual you think wellness you, visit. There you go. And also, it doesn't matter what your copay or deductible or coinsurance is. It's, it's covered. It's, it's covered. free. How long has it been that way, Larry? We talk about that all the Several time. Several years. Yeah, so it's yep. been a few years. I'd say three years. Yep. And the idea there is, is we are a very – reactive system when it comes to healthcare. We react yep. to problems as opposed to preventing them. Yep. And there have been pushes over the decades of more preventative healthcare measures. Yes. This is a really simple one yeah. and it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. It's kind of it's a screening. It is. And you're going to exactly pick things what it up is. up front. Yep. Uh, you know, you you may things you, you can walk in, you can have your annual wellness visit and you get a pat on the back, get your labs, everything looks good. Doesn't mean that you don't have anything going on. That's right. But you're going to be able to. It means that you've got them under control. Things. Yeah. So it's, yep. it's it's definitely that beginning thing. Again, it's free and under any any program that you yep. have. 
and you need to yep. do it. And and you do it. You usually get it on the yep. on your birth month. Well, I think that's just it's a good a marker for people yep. to remember. It's I yep. tell you, Larry, it's one of the easiest things to put off, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, I just had my annual wellness visit. There you yep. go. There yep. you go. All right, yep. what's next there? Let's see. Uh, Understand let's... why and when your doctor orders you a prescription. So when that and happens, why. That's don't right. leave the office until that's you right. find out. That's right. It, it is, you know, as – And, you know, a lot of e-prescribing today, so many times you don't have the nurse hand. is telling you. I, I'll give you a good example, Dr. Mark. This is really where the rubber meets the road. I had a dental dentist office recently, mm-hmm. and it found out that one of my lower molars had a little infection in there. Right. So the doctor wanted to order me an antibiotic for 10 days. He turned around to the nurse while he was sitting there in the chair, and he says, uh, give him an order of amoxicillin. And I'm sitting there listening. Because you're a penicillin allergic. Yeah. And so I looked at him and I said, uh, Doc, did you see my chart? He said, why? I said, I think it says I'm allergic to penicillin. He says, oops, and I don't want to give you that. And they gave me clindamycin instead. Right, right. Now, I caught that, Dr. Mark. Yeah. No, that's – well, we do it's always – a good example. We do always go back to who's really in charge of your health. And that's it, right. And it is you, that's right. right? That's exactly but, right. But you do want to believe that – I mean, those those issues happen. Now, I would hope that when you walked into your pharmacy yep. and you went to fill that, or better yet, when the pharmacy received their, mm-hmm. their e-prescription, you have it listed on nope. the pharmacy, don't you? They wouldn't have known. They wouldn't have known? Cause they I, would they, not that, have known. That should be on there. So yeah, Well, it's yeah. on the chart in the physician's office. And again, this was a dentist. Right. Not right. my primary not care. Primary he care. knows better. Yep. But no, if I had not caught that... And had just automatically filled it, I would have probably had some kind of allergic yep, reaction. There you go. But but I think the key there, Dr. Mark, is when a physician gives you a prescription, you know what you're already taking. Question, do I keep taking these other drugs at the same time? As as one of the few physicians in my family, I get a lot of phone calls from both family and friends, and mm-hmm. they'll talk about that that they got this this drug. And, and nine times out of ten, they'll tell me about – a medication and why they got it, and they have nothing to do with each other. Exactly, and it's not because, and that's okay. Yeah, it's yeah. it's because they're not getting it. But what if explained, it does? Or yeah. Yeah. they're they're not asking the questions, or probably most importantly, you you just don't write it down. Yeah. and you need yeah. to you need to put it in your phone. That's have right. a notes like yeah. what am I taking and what is it for and why. Yeah. And and I'm talking about everybody Anything. at any level of education. Yeah. Yeah. If you're not a physician or a pharmacist, why would you know? These crazy drugs know. with these stupid names that they come and, up and, with. And your drug comes with this little pamphlet that you can't read. Right, right. It's like reading a legal document. You, can, you know, <laughs> if you can't sleep, that might help. But, that's uh, right. But, yeah, no, that's – so that's another big thing is yeah. is get really involved in your, your medications. Understand why you're taking them. Understand what symptoms that yeah. you might be having yeah. if the medicine is not working. Yeah. A lot of times it yeah. isn't anything. Yeah. But but you want to get involved in that yeah. and and to be well you know your, your, why your this best is so advocate. you know why this is so important Dr Mark I've talked to these hospitalists that that uh, see a lot of docs in the ER or a lot of patients in the ER and admit fifty percent of ER visits are due to medication contraindication oh really that they have a problem fifty percent that's insane. See now your yeah. now your copay for that medication or or your doctor's visit is nothing because you're right. now in the hospital. Now you're in the hospital, right? With yeah. a with a with an issue reaction. Yeah, no, that's yeah. that is a shame. But medications are are huge, and, and I don't know if we'll get to it today. But we were going to talk a little bit about the costs of, of we pharma. Are. Yep, and 
medications are a big part of healthcare in the United States, possibly too big a part. Yep. And so understanding what you're taking and most importantly, connecting that to possible lifestyle changes okay. might make it easier. Dr. Mark, we're going to continue to talk about do's and don'ts in healthcare for patients when we come back. You're listening to Healthcare Now, the truth about U.S. healthcare. Our website is behindhealthcarenow.com. That's behindhealthcarenow.com. We'll be right back. You're listening to Healthcare Now, the truth about U.S. healthcare. We're going to a break, and when we come back, we'll continue our discussion on all things healthcare with Dr. Mark and Larry. The Integrated Independent Physicians Network, preserving and protecting the independent practice of medicine since 2015. Join the movement with us, ipnetworkflorida.com. Navigate the healthcare process like never before. Due to popular demand, Healthcare Now is also airing on Thursday evenings at 7 p.m. Join me, Larry Jones, and Dr. Mark on Healthcare Now, Thursdays at 7 p.m. and Saturdays at 1. AM 950, FM 94.9, The Answer, and at TheAnswerOrlando.com. Take The Answer with you wherever you go. TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. News, opinion, passion, on the go. AM 950, FM 94.9, The Answer. Welcome back to Healthcare Now, the truth about U.S. healthcare. And now let's head back into the Healthcare Now studios with Dr. Mark and Larry. Welcome back to Healthcare Now. This is Dr. Mark. I'm here with Larry Jones, and we are still on the do's of the do's right. and don'ts in healthcare. And we uh, we left talking about uh, medications, pharmacy. Yep. And uh, let's uh, we've got some more to talk about it. So so let's say you, you come out of the doctor's office and mm-hmm. you've been given a, a prescription, right? Uh, or better yet, an e prescription was sent, but you yep. you've asked and you know what the medication is and what it's for. Right. Uh, where are you going to go get it? Well, good question because the thing that I think is the biggest cost factor out of pocket for consumers and patients is just because you have insurance for drugs doesn't necessarily mean you want to use that. You can go to Walmart and get a $4 antibiotic prescription. Right. right. Publix just discontinued that program. I don't Correct. know if you knew. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think they're discontinuing it. it June 1. Yep, yep. For so he's got a few more days. Mm-hmm. Right. But again, not only that, you've got things like GoodRx mm-hmm. that you actually would be paying. If you paid your $30 copay, the drug may not cost but $20. Right. Now, let's talk about that yeah. because there are okay. a number of those out there. Yes. And as a physician, we get people will ship us a box of cards and a little right. plastic thing that you can put in the front desk and yep. say, you know, let your patients take this. GoodRx is one one company yep. that comes yep. to mind, like yep. you just said. Mm-hmm. And so you actually these, don't even need the card. You can just you can go just on the website. Them. Right. Yeah. And so basically these are it, it's like a co-op where, you know, they have it bargained is. And and dealed for lower costs on certain medications, yep. uh, so certain d- dispensaries mm-hmm. will actually use that and then respect those yep. numbers. And as you say, it may have nothing to do with. They'll check with your yep. insurance company and say, "Well, this is the price in the insurance. And this right. is what they'll pay for it." That's right. But you can save significant amounts of money. And there are a number of those those companies out there. There are a number of them. In fact, uh, I don't know if you saw Good RX just recently uh, announced a huge venture capital play. No, I mean, I in the not. billions of dollars. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So I'm not sure how all that works, how they can sell those drugs that cheaper, Dr. Mark, but evidently volume, it's, volume, an, volume. it's volume. Yep, yeah. Yep. It's volume. So so you want to check on that, mm-hmm. and uh, that may take, you know, I mean, that's, that's sort of like the old uh, coupon cutting. It may take a little bit of work, 
but at the very least, yep. you can walk into a Walgreens and if they look and say, this is what it's going to be, you can ask them like, well, is right. that because my plan? Because, you know, I don't, you know, I could go to CVS yeah. and, yep. and they're, they're not going to hold you down and say, no, you're here. This is where yep. it's going to happen. Well, the, the, the way it works practically is let's say that your, your physician ordered you a branded drug. Right. Your branded uh, copay may be $30, $40. Or more. On the way yeah. to the pharmacy, I always click in goodrx.com, and I key in my prescription, and you have to make sure you get the right dosage and all that in there. And then you apply it, and it'll tell you on all the different places that you can get this drug and the cost. Right. And that $40 may go to like $11 right. on and, good and RX. And your insurance is covering yeah. what it was going to cover anyway. So you have to let – because your insurance is already on file with the pharmacy, right. and that's what they're expecting you to pay Yes. until yes. you change it. Until you change it, until you which change they'll it. do happily. I mean, They that, will that, do it. There's yeah. no resistance, and it but, doesn't harm the pharmacy's But they won't either. do it if you don't ask. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I don't know. I always see those commercials where they're, the pharmacist is kindly suggesting these things, yeah, but, which, yeah. which could certainly happen. And there's getting more happen. and more of that today. Yep. yep. Well, speaking of uh, kindly referring things, what about when you come out and your doctor says, okay, I, need, I want you to go see a specialist. I'm going to have you go see a neurologist or an endocrinologist yep. or yep. one of the other ologists. Yep. So how do you decide who you're going to go see? Right. I mean, what, what, what should well, we do? The question is, do you just take the referral from the doctor and go to where he tells you to, you or do you do a little research? Right. And so if, if you're a primary care doctor, this is another reason why that annual wellness visit is so important. Yes. If you have a relationship with that physician or that, that right. caregiver and they say, listen, I'm going to send you to a neurologist, they're usually going to tell you who, who they, they would like you to see. That's now, right. That's right. Here, here's, a, here's an issue, though. They don't know if that person's on your plan. That's right. I mean, they may know, but yeah. but if they don't know, you, you're you're responsible for figuring that out. Or they may say, you know, I don't send people to endocrinology very often. Yep. Um, I've got this list of names here, and then it becomes up to you. So who do you ask? Yeah, that that could happen, but yeah. probably not very regularly. Not here in Orlando. Yeah, not in Orlando. But yeah. but but in a lot. But I think in a lot of places, yeah. you know that that that, that becomes an issue. Right. So. You're going to refer on to your friends. Right. You personal know, recommendations. Personal recommendations right. are That's very right. important. That's right. And at the end of the day, it's not necessarily like, you know, are you, you can look them up online. You can see where they went to school. You can get quality but, on them and everything. But, but if yep. you're going to get a feel for what that person's office is like, if that's what's important to you. Yep. Then that's what you should be looking for. Exactly. And don't you know? Don't be afraid to ask. That's another thing that you know we get questions all the time. And it, with our group at IPN, we have doctors in, in every specialty, yes. and we definitely have the the people in our group. I mean, we really yep. respect and we, we do we give out those names. They've and been say, vetted, that's and be. we know who they are. Yep. Yeah. And, and you know what, Larry? To take it to the next level, we actually follow their outcomes and their quality of yes, care. Yes, we do. And yep. if it's not good. They're really not if they part don't of help our us group. fill care gaps and they're right. not engaged and their outcomes are good, then we have a conversation. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Next, do go get a second opinion if you're not comfortable with a care plan, a treatment, or a surgery. Don't feel like right. you know this is the only way I can do things. Yeah. Um, you know, you can take this to the nth degree, of course. And, and at some point, you need to tr- have trust in your caregiver, whether it's right. that your primary caregiver or yeah. your specialist. But but. Don't feel like this you're is gonna, all well, written down. And I'll tell you why people mainly don't do. I mean, you're a surgeon, so you you dealt with this all the time. You feel like you're insulting your physician if you ask for a second opinion, and you and I both know that we is not the case. Opinions. Yeah, talk love, about yeah. that, Doctor. I mean, we uh, we love second opinions. Yeah. I've I've never 
turn somebody away because they said they wanted a second opinion. And when people come in to get a second opinion, Mm -hmm. you know, they're, they're usually really nice to talk to because they have thought that next level. The fact that they're there again, they've already heard one explanation so they know what to listen for. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, quite frankly, if if I tell somebody I think they should do that and they're a little hesitant, I'll tell them to get a second opinion. Yeah. Um, and, but, you know, and, many, and that, that's, many that's patients would think that they would be insulting you. No, nope, they're not. Good. No, that's absolutely – That's a myth. Absolutely not the case. Yep. I mean, you know, it's not uh, – I mean, I, I suppose there, there are some people you might go see if you if you were going to get your – get your hair cut and, yep. and you told me you want to go, go talk to somebody else about how to get it cut. Yeah. I mean, I'm not making that, fun of it, but, but no. that's another, interestingly, that's another group that is licensed in the same bureau in, in right. Florida as we are. That's right. But, but second opinions aren't part of the norm. Whereas second opinions are absolutely part of the norm in medicine. Excellent. Now, what about getting the second opinion paid for by insurance? Sometimes it will be, but most second opinions are covered. Yes, yes, and you should most. you should give the insurance company a call. But you need to check let on them it. Know. Right, you right. need to check on it. It could be that certain ones are not, but in most uh, certificate of coverage, second opinion is available for coverage. Right. Now the next thing mm-hmm. goes back to you know who's the captain of the ship. Sure, you've got your primary care physician, but you <clears throat> really need to take some responsibility. That's right. That especially if you have a chronic condition. Mm-hmm. And try to educate yourself. We're not saying that you need to be know everything that all the doctors and nurses know, right. but but know the key things. If we go back to diabetes, because it's so common. Perfect example. So if, if you are being told that okay, you need to take this oral medication right. for diabetes, right. you should know that the next step could be insulin, That's could right. be injections, That's right. and you should know what you can do. You're going to hear it from that that medical team. Yep what you should do to avoid these major issues, right, right. but you should be looking at yourself too. That's right. Because you, it's all It's all about easy. educating yourself on your chronic illness. Yeah, you can't yep. just hear it and make it go away. Yep. You know, you really have to be part of the recovery. So do learn about whatever that diagnosis yep. is. And, you know, we're not trying to make you neurotic about no. it, but but just know what these common issues are. Uh, and I and I stress common issues because yep. if you look at every uncommon issue, you really will become neurotic, and then then it's going well, to take I've you down. Well, I've heard people tell me all the time. Well, I looked it up on the internet. <laughs> yeah, talk about that, Doctor Mark. Well, I mean, there's good and there's bad. I mean, there there are sites that are trusted sites, and yeah. and we know what those sites are, but it, they're not blogs. Well, and know, not only not that, it's not cut and dry either. No, no, no. But I think, you know, it, it gives but if you, you look up a certain disease and it'll tell you all the things that you might have, right. you may not have some of those things. Oh, for sure. That's I where think, I'm going. I think right now, if you, if you go to search anything, what you typically get is you get, you get sourced from a lot of medical systems. Yes. Like, you know, all, all throughout the country, every Mayo Clinic, Cleveland Clinic, uh, Penn Med, yep. UPMC, they'll have sites that will basically have a page for any disorder. So if you have right. psoriasis and you just type in psoriasis, mm-hmm. you're going to see all these websites pop up. That talk about and it, it usually yeah. talks about symptoms, yep. uh, diagnosis, treatment. treatment. Yep. It's out there. And, and Larry, it's pretty good. It is I mean, good it really information. Good. And I, you know, I think maybe, maybe in the early days mm-hmm. of internet, Maybe that was more of a thing because people talk about, you know, Dr. Google and whatnot. But now if you're careful about where the information comes from, you're arming yourself with, you know, educated information. That's a good thing. And again, physicians 
But you're edu- you're educating yourself to have a conversation with your caregiver, right? To know what questions yeah, to ask. Because if you look up, well, I have a headache. Well, you go on the uh, internet, and it could be ten different things, anywhere from a brain tumor to uh, right. a sinus infection. Right, right, right. Y- y- that's well, there, where I'm there's coming some good from. Com- good commercials on on TV now about <laughs> oh, I've got I've either got this or I've got that. You know, right, one is right, one is right. nothing, and one is the end of the world. That's right. that's so right. you do you do need to do that. Yep. Another thing to ask mm-hmm. your doctor about, and we kind of skipped around, but yep. if you do need a prescription, some of these things can be very expensive, Yes, right? Some, some yes. new medications that are yep. not only are they new, but it may be a new treatment altogether, and you may not have the, the yep. cash to do this. Right. Tell your physician that because the drug companies will often have yep. programs where they will supplement. Yep. You may get the medication for yep. free. Yep. If if the physician yep. fills out a form and says, "Yeah, I, we yep. need this. We've tried all these yep. other things, or this is this new right. med. We're right. going to give it a shot." Right. So ask him about that yep. because that may save an enormous amount, amount well, that, of money. The good example: I had a family member, uh, not in my immediate family, but uh, they had gone to the dermatologist and they had this uh, what do you contact dermatitis where you itch all the time, right? And they were using uh, normal. Uh, uh, steroid cream, steroid cream. Mm-hmm. and they and so the dermatologist ordered this cream and they went to fill it it was 280 dollars for a tube yeah that's and, a whole different thing yeah you know that, that that's the 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 uh the mixing yeah. pharmacies that are yeah, yeah. that's that's yeah. a whole yeah whole different a- animal yeah. so you can run into uh it that that comes out of a a gap in the way some meds are paid so so in that same cream uh, it's called a compounding pharmacy. Mm-hmm. If you put a certain medication in the compound, right, that certain insurances the are going to pay. Well, not only yep. shoot, it, mm-hmm. they'll pay more for it. Okay, okay, okay. So it's it's really it's yep. it's it gets on the shady side when some of these places. If you walk in with that prescription and they look and they realize that you don't have the insurance that would cover mm-hmm. that. They may say, well, for $50 copay, we'll give you something almost like it. And right. they'll leave that one exactly. one mix out yep. of it. Or sometimes, Larry, it's not even the drug. It's which dose of the drug it is. I got you. It could be higher. Yeah. It could be lower. But it just there's this gap. And that, so that that's that's kind of a different thing that can, can happen. But, but when, when something doesn't make sense. Ask. Yep. Yeah. We're, we're talking about do's and don'ts, Dr. Mark. We're going to finish up the do's and get into the don'ts when we get back. You're listening to Healthcare Now, the truth about U.S. healthcare. Our website is behindhealthcarenow.com. That's behindhealthcarenow.com. We'll be right back. You're listening to Healthcare Now, the truth about U.S. healthcare. We're going to a break, and when we come back, we'll continue our discussion on all things healthcare with Dr. Mark and Larry. The Integrated Independent Physicians Network, preserving and protecting the independent practice of medicine since 2015. Join the movement with us, ipnetworkflorida.com. Take the answer with you wherever you go. TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in. iHeart and Odyssey.com. News, opinion, passion. On the go. AM 950, FM 94.9. The Answer. Welcome back to Healthcare Now, the truth about U.S. healthcare. And now let's head back into the Healthcare Now studios with Dr. Mark and Larry. You've got Dr. Mark and Larry Jones in the Healthcare Now studios, and we are still on the do's and don'ts. we got a couple more do's, yep, and then we're going to finish up the day with the don'ts. Right. Okay, so 
One of them is to request a case manager for your health insurance company to get from your health insurance company yep. to get needed advice. Right. They have them. They're they have there. Them. Uh, especially in the, in the times of uh, when we're putting enrollment for Medicare. Yep. They have all sorts of people. They that love are sit to get down, your calls. Talk about yep. talk about it all day. And That's then right. you and you don't have to just go to one. You go to a couple and take notes right. and compare and contrast. It's huge, Larry. And they, they want your business, no doubt. But they also yep. know exactly what the product is they That's have right. and what That's it's right. going to cost you. And all the benefits they have that you are covered under right. in your insurance plan. That's yeah. a big piece that, of it. It's a it's a big piece yep. of it. And yep. and and I think it's it's kind of funny because if you were going to buy a car, you know, you're gonna figure that car salesman's just there to sell you the car that he has right. on the lot, right? right. And, you know, their brand's the best brand unless there's a used car on the lot they're trying to get rid of, and then that's the best brand. Well, you would think that health insurance companies might be similar to that, but the reality is it is – it's black and white on what they cover. Well, the case manager is the mechanic for that car. Exactly. That's the difference. Exactly. So they know know what it can do and what it can't do, and they don't want – to put somebody on a plan that is not going to work for them. Right. So have right. have a little trust there, but but that's a free service, and you should absolutely do it. Right. And, you know, to tie this section up, Dr. Mark, this whole show is about helping build educated healthcare consumers. And what we're really trying to do here is lay out some specifics so that you can be in control of your health. That's right. That's the most important do. Yep. Do take control of your health care. Mm-hmm. It's it can be a daunting task at times. We've done right. like what seventy shows to, to help educate folks, and and we yep. got we got plenty oh, yeah. more to come. Yep. Uh, so there are a lot of details, but knowing that at the end of the day that you are responsible for your health that's right is life changing uh, because it's Absolutely. it starts at what you eat, how you exercise, right. um, how you educate yourself, yep. what physician you go see, yep. what meds you take. It really is. It's the whole thing. And and again, you don't have to go to medical school to know what no. makes you feel good and feel that's bad. Right. That's right. And you, what you need is a little help on the yeah. way. And that's yeah. what the healthcare yeah. system is for. It's to take care yeah. of things that go awry and help educate you on how yeah. to prevent things from going, going yeah. the wrong Dr. way. Dr. Mark, we're going to post these on our website. Okay. And so I think that would be a great reference point. And with a call-in number, people can call in and talk about it. Excellent. Okay. All right, Larry, let's get to the don'ts. And the first All don't. Right. It's a big one. It's a big one. And again, I'm going to give you credit again. You came up with this list. No, no and but I'm, you I'm know what? Along. I want our listeners to hear this from a doctor. Oh, man. Say this. This, this, is, this is huge. <laughs> don't, do not use the ER for anything but a life-threatening emergency. You now, heard it from the doctor. Yeah. And, and now, how do I know if I'm having a life-threatening emergency? That's right. If you think you are, then you go to the ER. That's right. Right. And chest pain is the best example. Yeah. Well, there are there are lots of things that cause chest pain, yep. but you got to figure it out because if yep. you got the one thing, it can yep. be treated, and if you don't get treated, it can be horrible. Yep. Stroke, chest pain, you can't breathe or you're bleeding to death. Yep. yep. Now, I can't think of anything else that should send you to the ER. Right. I mean, you know, <laughs> uh, and, and it's a good point because you can be bleeding, right? Yeah. And now – Again, anytime you're in a situation where, well, I'm bleeding, but I don't know if I'm bleeding. Okay, you get, you're going to go to the ER. Gotcha. I get it. I totally get it. We're not saying put your life at risk. It goes back to that. Do be in control of your health. That's right. But and control have, of your money, too. Yeah, if you have have to get some yeah. stitches because you got a little cut there, and uh, unfortunately, you're not in my kitchen, so I'm not going to stitch you up. Right. So you're going to go to an urgent care center. Yep. Um, you're going to go see... Yep. If it's during the day and and there's a, a yep. doctor that you yep. work with, you give them a call and see yep. you know what they do. Yep. 
Um, you know, there, there are family, well, let me, family let me practice give you folks a, that do some Let stuff me give like you that. a prediction, Dr. Mark. Uh-oh. You know, value-based care is, is on the edge of everything these days. Sure. And I can tell you, insurance companies, whether it's self-insured or fully insured, you're going to begin to see $500 copays if you end up in the ER and not get admitted. They're, they're, it's at two fifty three hundred now. They're making it very clear. That's the insurance right. companies are making That's it very clear that if you do things that can be done in a more, you know, protective way for their yep. bottom dollar. Urgent care centers. Yep. Urgent yep. care centers, mm-hmm. outpatient surgery centers. That's right. They're making statements that's on right. that, and that, that's very right. – United has been the most progressive on this, yep. as we've talked about many times. But I, I would say, to sum up the, that don't, okay. don't go to the ER for something that you'd probably go see your doctor for. Or know where your urgent yep. care centers yep. are lo- yep. located Absolutely. close by. Yep. Okay. So the next one kind of goes back to uh, one of the dues. Do not put off your annual wellness visit. Absolutely. It's very easy to do. We talked about it that is. at the top of the hour. People and are busy. It's, e- it's easy to do yep. it. And yep. you're like, dang, I feel fine. And yep. you know what? To be fair, you go into your annual well, well, care visit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you go in, and if you leave there and nothing happened, they didn't give you any advice, any prescriptions, right. Right. any anything, any bad news. You're, yep. You didn't waste your time, yep. and you shouldn't feel Not like you waste all. your time. Well, you should be very it should grateful, give you the you know? confidence exactly. that you're healthy for another year. Yep. Uh, it, can, yeah. it can be an overconfidence. I've, I've had to talk to you about that. But, yes. you know, yeah. I, I, but, I get it, but, but you know where I'm right. coming from. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you want your, your single, you know, that annual visit, you want it to go well. Yep. And you, you're, but it's there just in case there's something right. that might say, you know yeah. what, you got a little uh, funny sound in your lungs in a certain area. Yeah. I'm going to get yeah. an X-ray. Yeah. yeah, maybe it's nothing, yeah. but we're going to do that. Yeah. But but don't put it off. But don't you know, we compare it to the to the car all the time. Bottom line is, you go in and you get your car serviced. You get a checkup. You know that at least for the next six months, unless something drastic happens, my car's in pretty good shape. Yeah, but if if we did stuff in healthcare like they do in the maintenance plan, because what you go, you're going in yeah. to get your tires rotated That's right. and your oil changed, oil change. yeah. and you're going to pay some money to do that, right? That's right? But you do that, and they do look for those other things, right? Right. But you got something. In done. other words, breakware, things like that. When Very you go important. in for your annual well well visit. They're not necessarily going to do anything. They may draw some blood and, and yeah. check some labs. Well, your labs will give but, you a base, but but yeah. they're not. We're not changing anything. We're not giving that's you. Right. We're not giving you a vitamin shot. We're not. You know. That's right. So I think yep. that that's one of the one of the reasons why this is a different type of business exchange. Yes, because it is. because you can walk out of there saying, "Well, what do they do? They didn't do anything, right?" And guess what? Like, it's and, still free. And, yeah, and you know, younger people they say under age twenty nine, when they go to an office visit, and nothing happens. They think they wasted their time. Well, that comes up a lot in pediatrics when you bring your child in, and if they have a problem that does not need antibiotics, mm-hmm. but you don't, and you don't prescribe the antibiotics, you may find out that that's an unhappy camper. That that parent is not happy about that, yep. and the reality is. Not only are they doing the right thing, they'd be doing you a disservice if they wrote an antibiotic that you didn't need, right? Right. So, but from a business perspective and keeping your patients happy, that's a real struggle. So, you know, that's okay. that's something that's of a concern. All right. So, we're not going to put off our wellness visit. Right. Do not ignore prescriptions when given. If you if you don't know what it's for, then ask. We talked about that. That's right. But you can't, shouldn't, I can't say you can't, you shouldn't just ignore them and right. how many times do, if we have any primary care providers out there listening how many times does a patient come yep. in and you found out 
that you hadn't seen them in six yep. months or a year, yep. and they did not fill the prescription. Yep. And that's one of the things Dr. that we Dr. Mark, can there are some now, national right? figures on this. 20 to 30% of all prescriptions that are either written or e-given, mm-hmm. e-prescribed, are never filled. Up to 30%. 20 to 30%. Up to 30%. Yeah. And up to 30% of the ones that are taken mm-hmm. are never used. Are never used. Well, that first part, we can, as providers, we can take some of the we blame. We can monitor that. Well, we can take yep. some of the blame there because yep. if we're not expressing the importance and we're not investigating the affordability, then those are things that are going to keep people from filling their scripts. Very true. Now, yeah. if you fill it and you take it home and you don't put it in your mouth, you're on your own. I right. mean, you really, right. you really need to yep. not ignore those things. All right, so now we'll kind of flip away. And this is one that we talk about almost weekly where somebody, somebody gets a bill. Yeah. Do not pay a bill to anyone unless you completely understand the charges. And quite frankly, you know, when you get these big charges with the hospitals – that you you call to negotiate it exactly, especially if you're looking at. We've given a cash so many examples of that, Doctor yeah, Mark. If it's yeah. not it's not covered by insurance. That's right. And and because understand that the hospitals are used to getting paid by insurance companies. Right. And if you walk in and you weren't covered, and they're gonna the, the charge yep. that you have is more than the insurance companies mm-hmm. typically pay. Yep. So don't pay a bill yep. unless you make a phone call and find out what. Well, it's I want to go back and remind our listeners. You made the comment. I think a couple of weeks ago, you used it. Never, 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 never pay a bill until you understand what it is. Yeah. <laughs> and people do it. Yeah. And why do they do it, Larry? They do it because they they hear left and right that if I don't pay this bill, yep. they're going to ruin my credit. Right. And next week, we're going to talk about, we're talk about uh, how something that's where, where that's we there's some good things on the horizon New legislation. that we don't yep. have to be as yep. concerned yep. about that. So that's, well, that's a little If you remember, little, uh, Dr. Mark, we talked about a, a patient that called in mm-hmm. and they had gotten a bill. It was a Medicare patient with a supplement. Right. And the bill was from one of the larger health systems here. And the bill was... The 99214 bill charge, they added what the insurance payment paid to it yeah, and, and, and sent them a total. bill. Yeah, to made a total. I was bill. talking about that yesterday. Yeah. Were you? Yep, yep. <laughs> All right. Okay. Do, do not hesitate to call your primary care physician with any questions that you might have about a treatment plan, about a medication. Anything. And you may, you know, you'll get frustrated. You may call back and you may not get to talk to who you That's want right. to get. Talk to somebody. But and, you might get a nurse on the phone. Right. And, and you may want to look. When you start looking up that, that medication, what is that medication for? It can be tricky, Larry. There are medications mm-hmm. that if you look them up, they may come back and they say, wait, this medication is for seizures. I don't have right, seizures. Right, right. But it can also be used for chronic pain. It can pain. be used for something else. Right. Yes. So, so you do, yep. you do need yep. to have that, and I would hope that your primary care provider is going to help you with that. But, yep. but don't hesitate to call. Talk to the pharmacist. Talk to anybody that you can. Anybody that's, right. that's going to listen. That's right. Be an advocate for your best health. Absolutely. Do not stop taking prescriptions unless you tell your doctor first. There are prescriptions that, you know, some of them you stop taking. Antibiotics is a good example. Well, yeah, if you stop taking the antibiotics too soon, that can be an issue with with developing resistance. Right. However, you know, if it's a day here or there, but if you're taking certain medications, let's say for blood pressure or decreasing your heart rate, Mm -hmm. and you suddenly stop, there are some medications that will make the problem worse if yes. you come off. If you right? come off it. That you yep. need to come off yep. of it slowly. Yep. There's some antidepressants, same kind of situation. Right. So the bottom line is you don't know what those are, and you need to ask. The pharmacist yep. has some idea. The Internet maybe has some idea. But but if you're taking a prescription and you, you it's supposed to continue, 
Don't just stop without asking the question. Right. That could be very dangerous, right. very dangerous. And, and there's one more, Dr. Mark, because we're going to end this today. Always have imaging done in an independent imaging center, not owned by a hospital when you are outpatient. It'll right. save you a lot of money. That wasn't a don't. We've got to make it into a don't. Don't yep. go to the hospital yeah. for things that you can get exactly. done as an outpatient. Yeah. Yeah. That's sort of yep. a bottom line. That's true. And again, we're yep. not anti-hospital. No, we're absolutely not. We're not anti-ER. There we're are just pro-consumer reasons. patient. Right. That's what we are. And there are reasons to go to the emergency room. There are reasons to go to the hospital. You're going to receive care there that you can't get in other places. Right. So just be your own best advocate and follow some of these simple do's and don'ts. Dr. Mark, what a great conversation yeah, we today. did a whole show yep. on do's and don'ts. We did. We did. I'm, I'm glad. That was a great idea, Larry. All Look right. forward to talking to you again next week. Okay, have a great week. Thank you for joining us today on Healthcare Now. To find the answers you are looking for or have a question, you can reach Larry and Dr. Mark by emailing your questions and comments to follow us at healthcarenow.us. And we'll continue our discussion same time next week on navigating our complex healthcare system on Healthcare Now. Care now.